1: Sources. One of the recent rare bipartisan successes in Congress has been the passage of the infrastructure bill to fix the nation's bridges and highways. We always talk about those in terms of shovel-ready jobs and projects. And I think as we've found out over the years, shovel-ready is not necessarily ready to shovel. And so we want to take a look at why does it take so long? Why is shovel ready, Uh, just maybe ready for some time way in the future? Why is it so hard to get steel and concrete in the ground and get shovels actually turning things over? A brilliant piece by uh, Catherine Catherine Mangu Ward, uh, who is the editor-in-chief of Reason Magazine, and she joins us today. Catherine, thanks for jumping on.
2: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: Uh, So you point out uh, that shovel ready just really isn't all so shovel ready. And what is it that's slowing down the process on these things that uh, should be getting some things done?
2: So there's this incredibly complicated tangle of bureaucracies around trying to build anything that we might traditionally think of as infrastructure. In the case of the infrastructure bill, that money still kind of needs to be appropriated again. Um, It's frankly like too technical to get into on the radio but the money is not fully available to be spent even after the very big splashy bill signing you know declaration of victory then when you add on top of that that there is very very little in terms of truly shovel ready projects that is we have long lists of work needs that needs to get done but a fairly limited capacity to actually do it um what you see over and over is that the problem isn't really that there isn't enough money. It's that there isn't enough wherewithal there aren't enough supplies and workers in the right places. And there isn't actually any readiness to spend this money at the local level, even when it does become available.
1: Yeah, And you use the example, I'm going to have you walk it through us, uh, walk us through it real quick. The Fern Hollow Bridge uh, that uh, just showed, Hey, this is, this is why it takes so long to get anything done.
2: Right. So the Fern Hollow Bridge, you'll remember, is the bridge that collapsed right as Joe Biden was uh, in the area to promote the infrastructure bill near Pittsburgh. And um, what happened there was a really classic example of the fact that the politics and the reality are just very separated. So in this case, um, the bridge had been marked as being in poor condition for many years, but it wasn't on the federal list of bridges to be uh, repaired or worked on with that infrastructure money, that's in large part because there was already money in Pennsylvania to do repairs. Pennsylvania has the third highest gas tax in the nation. So uh, Pennsylvanians spend about 58 cents a gallon. Um, but that money, an audit found in 2019, had been siphoned off to spend on state police, uh, bike lanes, a bunch of other things like that to the tune of um, far, far more than it would have taken to repair the bridge, which had a price tag of something like $1.3 million. So this is just a small example, but you see this over and over where it's much less about just, like, the raw resources being available and much more about priorities.
1: Yeah, and we've seen and we've had uh, gov- consecutive governors here in the state of Utah who uh, have regularly said, hey, you know, just, just give us the – we, we don't need it to go through Washington. Uh, we can do a lot more with a heck of a lot less if we don't have to go through all of the requirements. Tell us how the, those requirements, whether it's uh, environmental impact studies or other red tape things, also slow things down and increase the cost when coming to these kinds of projects.
2: That's right. So the most well-known constraints on getting these projects done are definitely environmental To build a highway requires just, at this point, a truly insane amount of environmental bureaucracy, um, and much more so when you're talking about projects that are going to um, occupy previously undeveloped territory. Uh, This isn't true, by the way, only for government projects. It's true for private building, too. And I think, you know, you've probably wondered this. Why does it take so long to... Build a new housing development. Why does it take so long to, you know, add a porch to the back of your house? Uh, and it's, you know, there are other places that do this much more efficiently. There are some places where um, there, there's less bureaucracy because it's just a less sophisticated government in that, mm-hmm. that state, right? There are plenty of places where you just build something on your house and that's the end of that. But there are also places that are, you know, what we would think of as kind of highly developed and bureaucratized Western nations, where they have found ways to cut through this. In the Netherlands, for instance, uh, they are incredible at building infrastructure. You can see videos of, of um, a, an overpass being built in the Netherlands in a weekend, and it would take years here in the United States. So there's the environmental reviews, um, but there's also NIMBYism, not in my backyardism, ism yes. uh, which gives people in the surrounding areas essentially veto rights on any development in a way that can slow things down dramatically.
1: Yeah, so so important to keep all of these things front and center because we do. We talk about these big bills and we think, oh, all of this is going to happen and change, and uh, and then it just just is a slow, slow process. Is there anything we sh- else we should be looking at or other examples we should be looking to when it comes to accelerating again steel and concrete in the ground and shovels actually turning over stuff?
2: So I think one underappreciated potential reform here is actually just at the at the very highest level. We continue to have protectionist policies in this country around steel and other building materials. Um, there's this idea that we should homeshore all of that; that steel should be made here in America. And of course, for government contracting, there are often buy American requirements built in. Um, just opening up those markets, uh, including to you know just friend, friendly neighbors, who would be happy to you know buy and sell in in our markets. I think could make a big difference. You know, we are definitely in a supply chain crunch right now and the government's misguided attempt. Um, and we heard Joe Biden talk about this in his yeah. the and address on Tuesday to really lean into buy American. It's going to make the supply chain crisis work worse. It's going to make inflation worse and it's going to make it even harder to get this kind of infrastructure built. Yeah.
1: Wonderful insight. Uh, great things we got to be thinking about and thinking differently about the Catherine Mengu Ward, the editor of, uh, in chief of Reason Magazine. Catherine, thanks for your perspective and insight today. Greatly appreciated. Thank you. All right. That's uh, going to wrap it up for our number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And uh, a lot of ground there. I, I really love Catherine's perspective uh, in terms of look, shovel ready is not so shovel ready. And a lot of that is because of what's happening at the highest levels of government in terms of the red tape and the processes. Uh, And we just have to learn to do that better. I think we can do that better in the state of Utah here as well. Now, coming up after top of the hour news, more and more people are turning to politics to give their lives more meaning. I'm going to tell you, we need to think again about that. There is a better way. Stick with us on Inside Sources. We'll give you the answer coming up next. Live breaking news. Now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station.
0: A gun in the face. Then
1: all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
0: Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela.